What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up guys, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark and today we're covering some more, you guessed it, r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description below and along the timeline. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. I hope you're having a good day so far, and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here, for watching these, for getting, for interacting and commenting below. It really does mean the world to me. And with that being said, let's just jump straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Our first story comes from Space Cadet Sentinel. Am I the arse for telling my niece that my husband is dead? My husband died last year. We have two beautiful children that are now five and eight. When he died, my sister made the trip up to the funeral. She lives in a different state. Her husband stayed home with their kid. I didn't think that was weird. Fast forward a year and my sister decided to visit me with kid and husband in tow. Her daughter is now seven. At first it went well. The kids were playing. Then my niece asked me when my husband would be back. I was taken off guard and she says, from his business trip. Some prying makes me realize my sister never told her he died. Now, in other circumstances, I would have let it go, but my kids are still adjusting to daddy being gone. We're all in therapy. I didn't want them to hear this and think he was coming back, so I sat my niece down and explained my husband died. When she asked why, I kept it simple and said he was sick. She was fine and didn't seem upset. Well, my sister is pissed. She said that's her daughter and she doesn't understand death. I said I have a younger kid and she gets it. She told me that I should have asked her first. I said she should have told me she was advertising my husband as alive. Brother-in-law is torn between us. Am I the asshole? As you guys know, we've seen a lot of death in my family over the last couple of years and I got lots of younger nieces and nephews. I got three brothers, so. <laughs> With some between ages five and seven and you know, we've explained to them about death and they understand it and you know, kids bounce. In some ways they don't care, they're so funny, you know, and I wish I was more like them. You, you, say, to, you say like, oh, this person just passed away. And they go, okay, when can I get some ice cream? <laughs> And I, I sort of love that sort of outlook on life. I think it's great. And I personally think if you if you wait too long, it just become harder down the road. So I can't say that Opie is the asshole in the situation. Maybe she should have said that I'm gonna tell him first. And if she didn't like it, then she could have took the kids away, you know, that'd have been her choice. But I don't think you're the asshole for telling them at that age. I think it's totally reasonable, especially what you're going through yourself with therapy and your children. So not the asshole in my opinion, but let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say. Your little birdie says, your sister is the arsehole here. If she thinks a seven-year-old can't handle the concept of death, what does she think you're telling your own children? And how did she think you were gonna make your children feel when their cousin is acting like their dad is just away on a trip? Jessica Jones too says, not the arsehole. Seven is old enough to understand death. How did your sister not expect your niece to ask or comment anything when they were visiting you and your kids? How did your sister not tell you before? I'm really sorry for your loss, OP, but your by not means the arsehole here. Is Mac a bitch says, not the arsehole, it's incredibly insensitive and inappropriate of your sister to be telling your niece he's alive. I'm sorry for your loss. Busted Chowder says, not the arsehole, you were put on the spot and had to respond somehow and kindly explain the truth is probably the best choice to make. I can't even imagine how long your sister was planning to lie to your, her daughter. How many family visits were passed before she told the truth? 
And Beavis Dog says, not the arsehole. Children don't need to be protected from the idea of death, especially when a family member dies. It just needs to be presented in an age appropriate manner, which sounds like you did. In general, the big talks about subjects like this should be left to the parents, but this wasn't an abstract discussion. You had to discover that your sister had flat out lied to her child about your husband's death, and that needed fixing before. As you rightly noted, your niece said something that could have easily hurt your children. If your sister was so determined to avoid discussing your husband's death with her child, she should have warned you that her niece believed he was away on a trip. I'm sorry for your loss. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Was Opie in the right to just sit Denise down and tell her straight away about it? Or should she have spoke to the mother first? Or how should she have approached it anyway? Let me know in the comments below. And don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story one. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for demanding my fiance and his mum to pay for a new wedding dress? And it is dress, not a dress. <laughs> Me, 26 female, and my fiance, 28 male, have been engaged for four months. We're planning on having our wedding on October 18th. My future mother-in-law kept annoying me and sending me suggestions for choosing the right wedding dress and said that she knew better and tried to get me to approve of wedding dresses that she chose. And when she couldn't enforce her decision, she demanded I take her with me to buy my wedding dress so she can have an opinion. Before I went shopping, I called her to ask if she wanted to come, but started making excuses about how busy she was with my sister-in-law. I went shopping with my mum and I was able to find a really nice dress, although it cost me a little over what I saved up for, but it was worth it. I made some changes to it and it was perfect. It arrived to my apartment at the end of the week. I made sure it was stored in a safe place so it doesn't get ruined. Yesterday, I got back from my mum's house and found my fiance wasn't home, neither was the dress. I called him immediately, knowing that he must have taken it to show his mum since she continually asked to see it and refused to have me send her pictures of it on Facebook. I was so mad when it was confirmed that my fiance took it to show his mum. He said he was going to be home in 30 minutes after he went to the supermarket. I waited for longer than I had to and then when he arrived I ran to get my dress and it was buried beneath grocery bags. I took it to check on it and his zipper was broken and the dress itself, fabric, was stretched out. I was like what the fuck happened to it? My mother-in-law must have tried it on because it looked ruined. The straps were almost loose. I had to call my mother-in-law when my fiance told me his mum and sister took turns to try it on. I was absolutely livid. She told me she did nothing wrong and that I was making a big deal out of it. She said she'd get a replacement for the broken zipper but I told her to pay for a new dress since it was stretched out and no longer fitting. She refused and said I probably wasn't happy with my dress choice and wanted her to pay so I could get a new one. I yelled at her for trying it on and ruining it. That she and my fiance were responsible for ruining my dress so they could pay for a new one. It's done, no longer fitting. The straps are in a horrible condition. My mum said she'd pay for fixing it, but I just hate it now that someone else wore it before me. I'm mad at both of them and seriously considering postponing the wedding. Wow, oh my word, can you believe that? From what I know about wedding dresses, they're extremely expensive one of a kind, they're incredibly important to the person buying them, that they're the first person in the dress. And for the husband to take it away, for the sister and the, the mother-in-law to be trying it on, can you believe that? That they have the audacity to start wearing this person's dress? What goes through their mind to make them think, yeah, this is a great idea? And they must have seen the condition of it after. The future husband must have seen it too. Okay. Oh my word, I'm shocked at this one. <laughs> I think I pretty much know what Reddit's gonna say with this one. They're gonna say get rid of him, but let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say. 
Mind Control Manatee says, not the arsehole. Girl, do you hear yourself? Your fiance took your wedding dress without permission and allowed multiple people to try it on. Do you understand how disrespectful and inappropriate that is? You not only have a bad mother-in-law problem, you have a huge fiance problem. Needless to say, I'd be doing more than postponing. OP replies to this saying, yes, I'm aware of how awful and wrong this is. I'm just stunned. Who wouldn't be upset by what they did? Who would want to wear a dress that was worn before? I hate even looking at the dress now, despite the fact that I admired it so much and was happy when I found it. I'm heartbroken and I feel so bad for even leaving it at the apartment. Nerdy is in sector 1104 says, you don't need a new dress, you need a new fiance. Not the arsehole. Don't marry him, you will always be second best to his mother and sister. What normal person tries on their future daughter-in-law slash sister-in-law's wedding dress. And what's worse, he took it around to their place so they could do that. Read the mother-in-law from hell stories, then run away far and fast. Five o'clock mocktail says, not the arsehole. There are so many levels of wrong here and none of it by you. First off, it's super rude to try on someone else's wedding dress. It's extremely rude to try and address the extent the zipper breaks. Like... There had to have been some serious tugging and yanking and signs of the dress obviously did not fit before the zipper broke. But it's really, really creepy that your fiance's mum wanted to wear your wedding dress. Did she imagine herself marrying her son? Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> and it's very, very red flaggy that your fiance treated your wishes so cavalierly. Does he plan to put his mother ahead of you when it comes to things like kids or who he spends time with? Is there a pattern of him ignoring your wishes when it comes to conflict with hers? Does she make jokes about how you're taking her son away? Now, I turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story two. And our next story is from Mitchell Findle. Am I the arsehole for telling my biological parents that I don't care for them and never will after my adoptive parents passed away? I'm a teenage boy in senior year of high school. My bio mum and dad gave me away as a toddler when they were extremely poor to make their raising of my sisters, their three daughters, easier. Great form from the people who should love you like no other, right? I lived with my lovely adoptive parents, an elderly couple from ages six to 16 until they died weeks apart from each other. After my adoptive mum and dad both passed away, I had to go back to the same kids shelter for a few months. The shelter had already been in contact with my bio parents about potentially taking me back, but there were conditions. We had to simulate living together for a few weeks. If that was successful, I could stay with them longer until I left high school, entered the workforce or began tertiary study and had enough cash from part-time work. I've been living with my bio parents and my sisters for over a year and I'm nearly 18. I really don't like the group of them. They see me as a nuisance or some sort of troublemaker. Given my self-reliance and tendency to stick to myself and my friends, they are blatant in treating my older sisters who are in their 20s better than I. My mum and dad give them a monthly allowance on top of welfare allowance they already get for their studies. Drive them to and from college, pay more attention to them and just treat them better than me, their fourth child. They don't give me an allowance even though they clearly can, nor do they spend much time with me. I've pointed out the unfairness to them and they deny they love their daughters more than me. They say it's equal and that I simply don't demand more from them, which apparently they love about me but I've realized long ago that they're lying. They don't see much hope in a waste of time like me. They even called me that when I told them I wanted to work in construction after doing hands-on training, in comparison to my sisters who are lawyers and doctors-to-be. Over time, I stopped participating in house duties, started and am preparing to move out to live with friends, packing in everything. I'm nearly an adult. My parents have noticed this, as have my sisters, and have grilled me on it one evening when I was packing my clothes. 
So I simply told them, I know they see me as a mistake of theirs and I'm moving out to stay out of their lives. They asked me what I was talking about and I just couldn't take their fake in it anymore. So I told them that I know they didn't care that much for me and I don't care for any of them either and I never will anymore. My mother burst into tears, my sister just scoffed and rolled their eyes and my dad yelled at me to apologise to all five of them but I couldn't look at them anymore so I just went to another room to cool off. It's been a few days now and I'm itching to get out of there but I'm thinking it might be childish for me to do this. Am I the arsehole for saying what I said to my biological parents about my lack of love for them? Wow, what has OP gone through in their life already, man? That's got to be just so traumatic to be given away at such a young age. Like, that, that's rejection in itself. And then to lose your adoptive parents as well, one after another so quickly. My word. And then come to your, your original home and you're still treated like an outsider. I can see why you're so upset. And no, I can't blame you for not having love for them, you know. When they've not shown you that for most of your life, right? Wow. Let's take a look at the comments below to see what they say. Unsightly Fuzz says, not the arsehole. I'm so sorry that you've endured so much rejection and loss. These are horrible conditions for a child to grow up in. I don't think you're in the wrong for speaking truth to power, but I do believe that once you've moved out, you won't get much, if any, support from these people anymore, so it'll be a hard road for you. Here's my two cents about a career in construction. You can go on a site as a labourer, but try to get into a union apprenticeship soon in a construction trade you like, electrician, carpenter, sheet metal worker, etc. Your earnings will be greater and I think you will benefit by the training. A construction trade is a very decent way to make a living, but I will warn you that most people in construction do start to have physical problems by age 45 or so, and therefore you should plan all along to move into construction management, estimating, or something more of a desk basis. Learn all you can about the mathematical or computer aspects of the business. Your future is bright. Always remember the kindness of your adoptive parents. Grahatia says, not the arsehole. The first mistake was not involving a therapist at the very beginning. You were a minor, so this is not your mistake. Losing your adoptive parents like that must have been traumatic, and everything that came after has just been difficult. Understandably, your relationship with BioFamily is dysfunctional. You get to choose who you want in your life. If you want to create a bond with BioFamily, I would only do it if family therapists were involved in the process. There's too much to address on your own. If you don't want to have them in your life, that's fine. And you should feel able to make that decision guilt-free. Being blood-related doesn't mean we owe people anything. And Dino Danny one says, That's what we call gaslighting. Your family is gaslighting you to stay so they can continue to emotionally neglect you. It's clear that they've been very neglectful of you from the start. I mean, they gave you away for fuck's sake. In my opinion, you should leave and never look back because you're right, they do not care about you. Now, I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? It's an incredibly sad one. Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story three. And our next story is from F My Brother's Girlfriend. Am I the arsehole for exploding at my brother's fiance? My younger brother Mark has been engaged to Sarah for two years, but I've known her for a lot longer than that. We're in the same year at school and she and her friends made my life hell for years. She was so awful and I was happy to finish school and never see her again. Mark studied medicine and became a doctor and I didn't know this, but so did Sarah. Obviously she's a few years ahead of him, but they ended up working at the same hospital. They started going out, fell in love, etc. My parents have accepted her with open arms. Keep in mind they know that this girl, who bullied me for years, who they used to go into the school to complain about and who cried her way out of it and acted she was the victim. None of that has even been mentioned. They were perfectly happy to accept her because Mark loves her. 
Mum has bonded with her and they're always doing stuff. She spends more time shopping for clothes or shoes or whatever with Sarah than she does anything with me. I live five minutes away from my parents and by now I barely speak to them. Mark and Sarah were meant to marry but the madness going on meant that they had to postpone it until next year. They came for dinner with my parents yesterday and I was invited too. At family events I just avoid her because I don't want a row but this time she tried to talk to me. I was stressed from work so wasn't in the mood. Sarah tried to provoke me. She asked if I'd like to come out shopping with her saying she could get me something a bit nicer. She used to make fun of my clothes all the time so there's no way that wasn't a dig. I lost my temper and went mad at her. I said I don't like her and never will, that I won't be coming to her wedding and I hope that they have to postpone it so that Mark has the time to realise what a horrible cunt she is. She ran straight to Mark crying, saying all the things I'd said. He went mad at me for upsetting her and my parents took her aside, saying I was awful for wishing that on them. I was told to leave and did exactly that. My mum texted me later saying I should apologise. I don't see why I should. I don't like this woman and never will. She's still trying to bully me and she has my brother wrapped around his little finger. I don't have to be nice to her. I don't think I said anything wrong. I just told her what I think in no uncertain terms. Now, right or wrong, as you might have known or you may not know, I was bullied in my last years of school by a particular guy. And if I was to put myself in the same situation, pretend I had a sister and she got with this guy, I wouldn't talk to him either. I'd feel exactly the same. He ruined my last my last years of high school. Maybe I should have went to therapy. Maybe I st should still go to therapy for that, but I hate him. And the guy often pops into my head now and then. And I think, you bastard, you know, <laughs> absolutely ruined my last years of, of, of high school. And putting myself in OP's shoes in that same scenario, I would have said exactly the same as she did. I don't like you. I don't want to be near you. And I'm not coming to your wedding for what you did to me. She clearly not acknowledging it whatsoever. And manipulating everyone around her against you uh, especially your own husband running and crying to him about it you know yeah but that's just my opinion it might be the wrong one because you know maybe i should have got therapy for the whole bullying issue you know but i there's no way i could ever forgive him in my life ever but let's have a look at the comments below to see what they say teacher singer 45 says not the arsehole she got you i highly recommend therapy a good therapist will help you deal with this situation better in the future you deserve none of this. I'm sorry you've been put through this. Leva Gent says, not the asshole times 100. She bullied you for years. How can your family just expect you to forget the trauma just because she's engaged your brother now? That's awful parenting on your folks' part. And these digs are so uncalled for. If she had to apologize for her behavior, things could be different. But no, you're not the asshole and your folks and Sarah are assholes. She should firstly apologize for everything she's put you through and your parents should try and take your side. Bisquick Ninja says, not the arsehole, but I will give it with a slight reminder that this person is a master manipulator. They will push you and push you, needling you until you explode and then claim that they are the victim. Haven't you noticed this? I'm guessing you're in your 30s. You should know better than to fall for that trap. There are a few ways to counter her behavior. Number one, gray rock. You essentially put them on information diet, single word answers, and just keep them always at arm's length. You give them no additional information against you and most importantly, you don't give them emotional response that they so desperately want. Two, cut them out. Just cut them out of your life. Walk away, they are dead to you. Three, killing them with kindness. Speak generously, act graciously, meet a need, listen to their vapid and insane subjects and of course, always smile at them. I don't think this will work, but it's worth a shot. Good luck. I really like the sound of that gray, that gray rock method though. <laughs> And VTM Maple 
Sarah's. Everyone sucks here. The moment you found out about Sarah, you should have talked to your brother. Then you should have talked to Sarah and your parents. As adults, we can dislike someone for the things they did as a young adult, but we're still responsible for our own actions and the words that come out of our mouths. You've sat on the situation, not saying a word to your parents, siblings, etc. You have literally perceived slights and said nothing to prove these are true or false. You have created a narrative in your mind. Talk to your family. And if you still feel this way after that talk, then you have to live with the fact that she is going to be a part of your family dynamic. And not a girl 77 says you're the arsehole for not bringing up your feelings earlier. You decided to stay silent until you eventually blew up. Just give your Sarah an ultimatum. If she sincerely apologizes to you in front of your family for the years of torment, then you apologize for causing the scene. If she doesn't, then it's not worth remaining in contact with her and the family members who take her aside. And Nighttime Lost says, not the arsehole, fuck her. I'm so glad you gave her a piece of your mind, much deserved. You no longer deserve to be bullied or gaslighted. I know what type of toxic person this is and you need to ensure you stay well away and protect your own energy. I pray everyone else takes heed of her reality and eventually knows to distance. Now, I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below and don't forget to vote on that poll in the description for story four. Once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy these stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. I truly appreciate you being here every day. You mean the world to me. And I will see you in the next one. Have a great day, guys. Much love to you. Goodbye.